You're going to go off the dome. This is going to suck. <laughs> Everybody get ready. <laughs> uh, maybe. We'll okay. see. Yeah. We'll, we'll get no, about. It's th- not going to be good. Okay. <laughs> not with that attitude. It's okay. not. Okay. That's how I live my life. <laughs> that's awful. Uh-huh. That's awful. Rick, come on. Okay, go. Did you just fart? No. Rick. <laughs> come on, Rick. You know that's you. You know I did, that's you. I didn't fart. I didn't First fart. First off. Yes. Who in this room has hotboxed another person in their car? Uh, that may or may not have been me. I that can't. was for sure you, like three Comic-Cons ago. Uh, maybe five. Yeah. It's been a long fucking okay, time. Okay, maybe. It's but been also the time. windows were up, so thanks a lot for that. Oh, well, the car was stopped. We were parking. Rick, I we weren't laughing. parking. We weren't. We were sitting in traffic, and you let out the nastiest <laughs> fart. <laughs> And didn't even roll the windows down. I was too busy laughing. <laughs> what a dickhead. <laughs> oh. I was too busy laughing about it, Rick. Rick, it was so gross. <laughs> All right, well. What do so- you got for me? <laughs> Let's hear this. I just, I'm just going to keep blowing into the mic. This please, sounds, please don't. This sounds so good. <laughs> All right, Rick. Yes. Uh, God damn it, Arthur. Nobody can see that. I didn't know that you... Do you use Twitter? What's your name on Twitter? I mean, what year is it? Do you (laughs) use Twitter? Some people just say... Yes, I I tweet constantly. I don't. (laughs) I don't. So that was ironic. Yeah. What do you... I mean, I can just edit this out. Yeah, this whole thing is getting edited out. (laughs) This This whole thing is going in the dumpster. Hello, Chet. Hey, hey. How's it going? I'm doing all right. How are you? Doing all right. You know, living, learning, that yeah. sort of thing. The huge. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The huge, as the kids would call it. Yeah, I, I think I'm like the only person I've ever heard say that. And every time I think I'm like making fun of someone else. But no, it's just me. I just say this now. Well, you know, I used to hear it a lot in, like, sitcoms. Yeah, actually, that does sound like a sitcom kind of phrase. Yeah, somebody would walk in, and then the crowd would be like, woo, and then the conversation would start, hey, how's it going? And then the person acting suspiciously would be like, you know, the huge. <laughs> and then the crowd would be like, <laughs> So funny. Let me Hilarious. find out. <laughs> oh shit well anyway welcome to real nerd hours your favorite slice of life podcast ostensibly about nerd shit i'm denzel i'm chet welcome to this week's episode we've got a little anime talk some saint Seiya, some castlevania yeah and even some live action 3d pig disgusting talk Ugh, with some sabrina Ugh, uh, disgusting. The Haunted Adventures of Sabrina, or whatever it's called. It's Riverdale Sabrina Edition. Yeah, that one. Anyway, let's get right into it, I suppose. Chet, yeah. tell us about the Saint Seiya thing you watched. So, on Netflix, I noticed a Saint Seiya series, and I was like, I like Saint Seiya. It's a fun, magical romp in the magics. And uh, this is uh, Saint Seiya, The Lost Canvas. 
and I watched it thinking it was whatever the newest one was. There's one that's either still in production or just came out or whatever, but point is this isn't that. This was a 2009 series, and I just threw it on in the background, just kind of like, all right, you know, let's check it out. It's Saint Seiya. It's Shonen. What you got? And I don't remember the original too well because I watched it when it was like on Toonami. But, you know, I I know some Saints, hey? And as I recall, this wasn't it. Uh, But basically, you know, you have the the Knights of the Zodiac. uh, Los Caballeros del Zodiaco. And... Basically, they get their powers from the stars and whatnot, but then there's also uh, the bad guys who also get their power from the stars, but it's like a different set of constellations or something. I don't remember exactly how it works, but the story begins with our main trio. It's two boys and a girl. They're all orphans because that's how stories are told. And there's blonde kid whose name I forget, uh, brown haired kid who's he's say a. and then girl and blonde kid like the story follows blonde kid at first and he's like he's a painter he's very gentle kind you know um just a soft heart and then a brown haired kid is more rough and tumble and he's shown in protagonist and yeah but he's like he's the secondary character and then girl is a girl that's her personality that's all she is she's a girl because shonen's love writing women and like there's a bunch of death and strife in the air and the kids are poor but they're happy you know and like the the blonde kid is bullied but you know he's got his best friend standing up for him and girl is there too (laughs) being a girl (laughs) and like you can see that this is like a gentle peace-loving kid and he's kind of an interesting character in that you know he stands up for himself in a sort of pacifist way uh while best friend shonen pro tag just wants to beat everyone up and solve everything through violence and, and guts and then some things happen and it turns out that blonde haired kid is satan and <laughs> I wish this was a bit. Oh, it's not. <laughs> I wish this was a bit. <laughs> oh shit, that's good. But that's yeah, good. So yeah, some people approach him. They're like, "Yo, we're pretty sure you're Hades," and he's like, "Uh, what?" And he's like, "Yep, you're Hades. That's you." By the Damn. way, Hades loves painting, and then Shonen Pro Tag. Wants to become a knight of the Zodiac. That's like his goal. And like he's showing really good promise for that. And girl gets taken away for unexplained reason. Yeah, she gets adopted or something. But yeah. Okay. The story ends up becoming that kid is Hades. Uh, Protag is Saint Seiya. You know, he's one of the bound to be one of the best knights of the Zodiac. And then the girl is the goddess Athena. So it's like this interesting like sort of triangle of conflict that's going on here. And the setup for the series is really good. And the execution is really bad because they don't play on this conflict. They, they set it up really nicely. And then it's just by episode three, 
this kid has fully embraced being the fucking devil and she's just the goddess Athena for no reason. And this dude's, I mean, it's following, you know, Saint Seiya and that's it. He just does his thing. And I got four episodes in and I was like, wow, you're just going to like all this interesting setup and you're just going to drop that. You just had to go Saturday morning cartoon with it. Okay. Monster of the week, man. What was it? 2009. Yeah. So there was a series in 2009 and 2014, as well as the original series in 1986 that ran to 1989. And you sprinkle some fucking movies in there, yep. here and there. But, like, anime didn't really change its format like that until, like, recently. Yeah, that's true. And I didn't realize that it was, you know, almost 10 years old when I was watching it. But, I don't know. Like, you don't You don't set it up so beautifully and so, like... With such a strong premise, just to throw that all away. I mean, that was that was common though. You, if you look at something like uh, Trigun, for instance, that started out with the beef between some guy who doesn't remember him himself and refuses to fight versus his twin brother or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and then every episode in between that was like it was quote unquote working towards the goal but essentially it was monster of the week shit that, that is true but like with trigun it wasn't as though you don't open with knives you know mm-hmm. you don't open with hey here's the soon to be bad guy and look at his interesting backstory you know you you learn about knives as you go along but it doesn't it doesn't play on the the twin brother sort of aspect of it yeah and that was why it would disappoint me like if it started out monster of the week just right off the bat then i would actually be a little bit more down with it but i felt baited by (laughs) that's fair and like the series is probably fine i was just expecting something else what they'll probably end up doing like they do in a lot of those kinds of series is just like touching on it here and there like this is it reminds me what you're describing reminds me of Cowboy Bebop where they allude to Spike's past and yeah. then they just don't really fuck with it until like the last two episodes. Yeah. And then after that it's just kinda like, Oh, the movie has nothing to do with this. Like <laughs> no, what the not, fuck? nothing whatsoever. Yeah. But yeah, I understand that. I I understand where you're coming from. I definitely uh, won't be watching it. <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I can't really recommend it, you know. But if you do want to watch it, just know that it goes straight into Monster of the Week by episode three. So mm-hmm. all of the cool setup from the first two episodes are basically irrelevant. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck. Um, I guess we can go into what I watched. Yeah. Uh, Castlevania season two on Netflix. I meant to watch that. I was going to watch it yesterday. I told friends, oh, let's watch this. And then they, they flaked and I'm a man of my word. So I didn't watch it without them. Fair enough. That I shit. I did see the first episode though. Dude, so much better than the first season. I knew it would be. They, they put more money in the animation, which if I recall correctly, was my major, one of my major complaints with season yeah. one. And then also like ending it on like a weird cliffhanger. Yeah. Season one ended really strangely. Yeah. And I don't think that they did a good job of picking up at the beginning of season two, like actually making sure there's like a through line from season one to season two. Yeah. Because he like fucking, he shits on that city 
and everybody's dead in that city, but you don't really have a sense of what the aftermath is. It just kind of goes to Alucard and uh, Trevor fighting, and it's just like, okay, well, cool, they fight, and then the series ends on like a massive cliffhanger. Yeah. And then it just seasons two starts up where there are a fucking bunch of random fucking vampires you've never seen before. Yeah, it goes into like a flashback before they even massacred the city with a bunch of characters that they haven't introduced. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit odd. It was a little bit strange, but all in all, like not to like completely shit on the series out the gate, but it's it does have its problems sure. but i think the positives definitely outweigh the negatives i don't want to spoil anything seeing as you've never you haven't seen it yet yeah plus i mean it only came out friday yeah yeah that's right but i will say that season 2 episodes 6 and 7 to the best uh, episodes of anything that i've seen Dang. i think really ever like anything animated i've seen All right. because the way that the episodes are structured and like the pacing and it's exactly what i like in anime it's well animated action it's so smooth it's fucking amazing right. those two episodes are fucking sick they put a lot of money into those episodes yeah i heard that uh episode seven had like three times the number of shots as a usual episode of that kind of length where like they normally put in like 250 shots that one had like 650 so, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. I mean, it's mostly because they're doing it in action. Yeah. And they do... Uh, one of the things that annoys me about doing action scenes is like when something is shown again for emphasis. <laughs> yeah. it's. I think personally it's much more impactful if you just show it once. I agree. But when you do the shit where you run it back like two or three times or whatever... Or and then you just need to emphasize like, oh, this dude, this dude's really getting beat up. This guy, <laughs> this guy, this fight is actually really fucking crazy. I, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, it's good looking. But that's, I guess, my only complaint. I and feel it. the story in the show uh, relies a lot on like weird cliches. Uh, two of the characters, two of the human characters that are in the employ of the vampires, have like this super cliched background. And it's just like, ah, you guys didn't need to go into their bed. Who cares? I That was some fan service for some very dedicated fans. Because those two characters, uh, Hector and Isaac, are the protagonist and antagonist of Castlevania Curse of Darkness, which no one fucking played. Oh. That was a PS2 game that was actually kind of cool, but no one fucking played it. <laughs> so who's the protagonist? Uh, Hector. Which one is that? The, the white one. Huh. Well, I guess that makes sense. He gets... Oh, never mind. Yep. Yeah, I was just about to <laughs> drop a fat fucking spoiler on that ass. I mean, I watching the series, it's kind of, The story isn't bad. It's not great, though. It's just a story. It kind of feels like... I mean... They have Dracula's motivations figured out pretty quickly in the show. I mean, yeah. And even starting at last season, you already know why yeah, he's doing what he's, he's doing. He's pretty clear about it. Yeah. And it feels like most of the show is shot from the perspective of the villains. Mm. and Or not even from their perspective, but it spends a lot of time covering them. Interesting. And I prefer that. 
to the alternative of what was being shown of the protagonists. Yeah. Because, I mean, here's a spoiler. It's not, like, huge or anything. They spend a lot of time fucking reading books. Yeah. So it's not as if <laughs> they really need to show, like, no, what no. the fuck is going on. I want to say, like, two or three of those episodes are spent with them reading fucking books. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, but it's good because, like, they don't focus on them for the sure. the amount of time that they're reading books. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, you do what you can. You do what you can when you can. And they did a really fucking good job with the series. Uh, second season of the series. The first, <laughs> the first season, not to say that it was bad or anything, but it, it was just okay. wasn't. It was all right. But this one is like, yeah, like this shit bangs. Yeah. This shit bangs. And what's upsetting is like that they're not going to go back and redo season one <laughs> to make sure the quality is uh, in parity with season two. Yeah, no, that would take way too much money for very little payoff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'd be sick as fuck, though. It would. Yeah, it, it, would. it would be an inventive move. It would be like going back and recording the first 100 episodes of your <laughs> podcast. So they sound better for the audience checking them out. <laughs> getting a little meta are we yeah yeah yep yeah, yeah very meta so would you recommend if someone hasn't watched the first season of castlevania would you recommend the whole series now uh i mean you can just skip the first season if you really want to yeah i guess you could there's I like mean, there is that little recap yeah, they. I mean, they do a good job of... The recap makes the first season look a lot cooler than it is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I also have to note that the show is, like, super fucking brutal. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot of gore. It's very violent. It's, like, violent uh, in a fantasy sort of way, minus the rape. <laughs> right. Uh, there's a lot of blood, a lot of vampire shit, and it's done really well. And... It, Season two, you can watch without watching season one. That's perfectly fine. Uh, season one, not to say that, again, it's not bad. I just, I mean. It wasn't great. Yeah. It was poorly animated. It looked like shit. Uh, even Trevor, like, Trevor is a completely different character in season two than he is in season one. He's not just a drunk asshole? Yeah, correct. Oh, okay, that's He's, cool. He's very, very competent in season two. Well, that's good. Like you would, you would think that there would be some need for like building up a montage or some shit. No, he's just sober now. Yeah, and <laughs> he does like a great job. And him being a drunk is touched on maybe like once yeah. during the during the show. But like by the end of the season, he's basically just a normal dude who can fight really well. I yeah, it's a it's a it's a good show. It's a good show. If you're really into action, check it out. It's oh. a banger. Guaranteed banger. Certified. It's going on like my top 10 list. All right. Uh, like maybe even all time. But maybe not all time because season one exists. <laughs> like if it, if it was just season two, I swear I would just be like, yo, this is it. Like this is that shit right there. All right. All right. Because even the story for anime is like fucking dope. Like for if you compare it to most anime... It's fucking sick. I it's a good American story. I mean, I already planned on uh, on checking it out, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's one hundred. Just do it. Do yourself a favor. Take yeah. a look at it. And the other thing that I watched was Sabrina. Uh, oh God, 
well, I can't even remember the name of the the full name of the show. Oh, yeah, the I haunting, forget. the new haunted adventures of Sabrina, that or some sounds, shit like that. Sounds it, about right. It's basically uh, in the. It takes place in the same universe as the Archie shit. Oh, it's in the same universe. Yeah, they're yeah. like across. They're cross town rivals or some shit. It's, <laughs> like, silly. it's weird. It's weird. But the show is. Uh, it's interesting. I've seen the first three episodes. Salem. Doesn't talk. Does not talk. Yeah. Because apparently in the show, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, they combined her cousin and the cat into one character. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it originated as an Archie comic. Right. So what ended up happening was uh, in the new Haunted Adventures of Sabrina, I'm just going to call it Sabrina, they had the cousin there who's just like... I don't know, a sassy, sassy he's sassy non-cat person. <laughs> so he's very helpful during the show. He teaches Sabrina a lot of shit and it's interesting. It's better than I thought it would be. Okay. What I thought, what I was expecting was just a CW drama. That's what I would expect. But it's better than that. Well, that's good. It's like a little bit more brutal. Okay. And it's funny to see like a bunch of people write articles online about like <laughs> mainstream media, like uh, praising Satanism and shit. <laughs> it's really fucking funny, dude. <laughs> There's a her aunts in the show say hail Satan. Oh, word. Yeah, because uh, they're they're part of a coven that hails the Dark Lord or some shit, and they're. <sighs> It's a lot to explain. Yeah, lot. I would imagine. I would imagine that the show is worth watching. I haven't finished it yet, but at some point I will. I'd recommend checking it out, at least the first couple episodes. It's not for kids. Definitely not. Something that bothers me uh, that needs to stop immediately. And this is weird for media companies to do. And obviously it's a body double because the person's under 18. But there's a portion in the first episode where this teenage girl, maybe junior in high school, is standing up out of a bathtub. And you're getting like a side a shot of the side of her body. You get some side boob action. And you see a little butt crack. That's, that's something that can't. You got to stop. That's like edging that's into anime territory. Weird. Yeah. You can't do that. Don't do that. That's weird. I understand if you want to introduce a little sex appeal into your show, just have the characters be older then. Right. Yeah. If you want to have your show be sexy, make it legal sexy. Don't make us fucking weird about this. And don't you write that, you fucking pervert. Yeah. It's <laughs> like someone had weird. to direct that shot and said, yeah, yeah. Now we need that. We need that teen girl ass. We need, yeah. to, we need her to stand now, how, up out of the bathtub. How old is she? Oh, she 15? Oh, yeah. It's That's not me. legal in any oh, state. Oh, you know what? What is she? She would be a junior in high school, maybe sophomore. She's 16 years old in the oh, show. Oh, okay. So that's legal in very select states. Yeah. It's not... It's it's a weird thing to do. It's, it's still super, super weird. Super weird. Yeah. Now, if and it's you're, not legal to show that anywhere. No, it's not. If you're doing something like... Uh, what was that movie called? Uh, Let the Right One In. Yeah. Where you've got... The, oh, God. This was weird in itself, but it helped to, like, I guess, prove a point. Uh, it was a little boy who was uh, pretending to be a girl who showed up naked at one point uh, and just had no dick. It had been cut off. Ooh. 
Yeah, it was real fucking weird. This was the Swedish version, I'm pretty sure. But it was to prove to you that it was a boy. It's still completely unnecessary, 100%. You could depict that information in one way or another. There there are several ways to get that across. At least they did it for shock value. Yeah, Uh, at least there's some purpose to it other than sex appeal. Yeah, doing doing stuff to make like... below the legal age i mean in most states seems sexy i mean teenagers aren't going to be hopping on this motherfucker and watching sabrina if they don't want to watch sabrina like you making the show a little bit sexy isn't going to attract teenagers like it would if you're doing it on standard television i think maybe that logic doesn't track i don't know i have no fucking idea i never really watched any live action shows when i was anywhere near a kid so that it wouldn't appeal to me regardless. And knowing that there's a little side ass in episode one, I would watch that moment and that's it. It's, it would end up on a Reddit board or one of those boards where it's just people who are naked in movies. Yeah. Well, I think that board actually got banned off of Reddit where they were just taking clips from movies and like just showing <laughs> the parts where people were naked. I don't know. That seems like the kind of thing you can't kill off. <laughs> yeah, it probably exists elsewhere, but it definitely isn't on Reddit. Uh, One of the reasons why they got taken down is because they posted a bunch of shit from The Fappening. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it, I think it was like a nude celebrity uh, Reddit. So gotcha. like even voyeuristic photos of like somebody from like 400 feet away or whatever that a paparazzi took would end up on this subreddit. I did a lot of research at one point in the subreddits because I was trying to prove a point to somebody. (laughs) They were trying to say that 4chan uh, was worse than Reddit. And I was like, nah, fam, there's a bunch of shit you've never heard of on Reddit. And like there was watch niggers die. Oh, uh, yeah, there was some the another racist subreddit that was strictly dedicated to like there was a black people, yeah, being killed. There was a lot of like fat hate, yeah, subreddit. fat people hate. And then uh, there were those celebrity nude reddits. Yeah, there were uh, like voyeur pick subreddits mm. where it was like people shoot in, camera shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there were a lot of those subreddits. Like it was Reddit is a bad place. The internet the internet is a bad place. Yeah. Humanity is a bad place. Like yeah. there are, are shitty people that are into shitty things and will find a community for that. 4chan, because of anonymity, people will bring out their worst and find it hilarious and edgy and whatever. Reddit, there's a veil of not being anonymous, but you can just make an account like without an email address and just post whatever. Like it, it doesn't actually matter what your username is. Mm. So it's still essentially anonymous and you can just make a subreddit for whatever the fuck you want. And there you go. And I'm also going to go out and say, it doesn't really, the platform doesn't matter. There will be forums for everything. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, the internet sucks. But anyway, um, (laughs) check out Sabrina. Uh, I hope there's not much more of that in the show because that's weird to me. Yeah, that's... Like, sexualizing teenagers is fucking weird to me. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah, I mean, maybe I would see it differently if I was a fucking teenager. Well, yeah, because it's... 
It's, it's not a taboo to look at 14-year-olds as sexy when you're 14. Yeah. It's normal. It's the yeah. people around you. But, you know, when you're 30 looking at 14, that's fucking weird. Yeah, that is. That's super strange. Well, anyway, those are the two things that I watched. Yeah. You know, when Sabrina was announced, every time they would talk about it, or like even when it came out, every time I'm like, oh, they're making a new Buffy. Every time. (laughs) (laughs) I never really watched much of either show. Like I had seen bits, but like every clip of Sabrina, I'm like, oh, yes, the new gritty Buffy remake. That's that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Well, no blonde you know, girls with the occult. I like. I you know what? I like. I like the the the, the horrorness of the show. Yeah, it's cool. No, nah, it's I. I'm totally fine with it. It fits in well with the uh, Riverdale. I didn't yeah. watch that shit. I've only heard about it. It was a. It was a fucking murder mystery. Yeah. Oh, why the fuck would I care about that? Archie was about having a good time. When when does Sonic come into the Archie universe? Oh jeez, that's don't what know. I'm waiting for. I'm I'm hoping for a Scooby Doo crossover. Actually, Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. A Scooby Doo or uh, not? I think it would be Dune Buggy, Speed Buggy. Oh yeah, but without the talking car, they'll find a way to make it work. Like, yeah, do it kit style. Yeah, they're bringing back a bunch of weird old shows. Like Magnum PI was recently rebooted. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. weird. Hawaii Five O's been going on for like eight years now. God, has it been that long? Yeah, they just brought back SWAT too, <sighs> and they're like all these shows are doing crossovers with each other. So you have like CSI LA going on to Hawaii Five O, and then Magnum PI going on Hawaii Five O, and then even the new MacGyver was on Hawaii Five O. Oh, there's a new MacGyver. Yeah, a lot of weird crossovers and shit. But I mean, I don't see the appeal of these shows. Yeah, I don't really get the action-based cop shows. Like, I'm fine with like Law and Order because it's it's interesting stories that are being told, but with like the action cop shows i think are just fucking schlock yeah there's not much going on in any of these shows to even justify existing almost <laughs> that's right because the stories are basically all the same right especially with like hawaii 50 and i i think macgyver i don't know because i haven't watched that one no. but i know uh magnum pi has a similar story where it's like oh my old buddy from the military was murdered we need to find these murderers and we need to treat it as seriously as possible and then like it, it they do that and then it spins out into a fucking story and it's like dog what's the point of any of this what <laughs> what what's the point of any of this please elucidate it's uh, yeah because yeah, the shows are just so mild in nature I none mean, of them are pushing boundaries oh, they're filmed no. in hawaii where people can fucking hang out and like yeah, people will show up sweaty in the middle of like a set shoot or whatever. You have that's actually one of the funnier parts of watching some of these shows is that like dudes will just be fucking sweaty in the middle of the shot. And it's like, why is this dude sweating so hard? He wasn't sweating in the last scene. Yeah, it is Hawaii. That's exactly. And nobody else in the shot is sweating. It's just this motherfucker. God. It's a, yeah, that's a good part of the show, but. Or the the things that are going on, but yeah, no, nah, like all of those shows are super safe. 
And yeah. Like they, they all make money. Like, I don't know what, what ever causes those to get canceled. Like why one is more successful than the other. I feel like it's just throwing shit at a wall, see what sticks. I mean, they found out the formula, but what they're trying to do, I guess, is just replicate the formula over and over and it's successful. I don't think any of those shows get canceled because a, they're super safe and b like none, like none of the actors want to quit because oh, no. that That's is safe such, syndication money. Such a cash cow. Holy yeah. Shit. Like every time there's a rerun. Oh, Oh yeah. Just to hear the royalty checks from here, dude, there was a point when, when Daniel day Kim and, uh, I can't remember the actress's name. Uh, the one who plays the woman on Hawaii Five O. They were both about to quit the show. Oh yeah, uh, because she wasn't getting paid right. Yeah, yeah. And Daniel Day Kim was like, "Yo, I, out of solidarity, I'm gonna quit. Right. If uh, if you guys don't pay, and they ended up paying up. And I wonder what kind of royalties they get on the back end for that shit <laughs> Man, because that it. shit must be insane. It's got to be fat." That actress, I don't think I've ever seen before. No, I don't think I've seen her in anything else. And uh, the two the two main dudes, I don't remember either of their names. There's the lead guy and then his friend. Yeah. Uh, the His friend was in Enemy of the State with Will Smith and Gene Hackman. <laughs> he was one of the dudes with the dumb haircuts that was running around and hadn't acted in a lot of things in a very long time. And the lead dude hadn't heard of him either. Daniel Day Kim was the only actor that I had ever heard of on Hawaii Five O. Yeah. And that's because I Walking mean, Dead. Walking No, no. He was on uh, Lost. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. 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 So it was it was interesting to see. I thought that show was for real going to get canceled, but yeah. I guess not, which is dope. And I, I hope think, she's getting fucking paid out. Yeah, get your money, girl. Yeah, but that's eight seasons worth of shit. It's a lot of episodes. And yeah. they're in it basically every episode, if not actually every episode. Yeah. Is CSI Cyber still going on? No, actually, that one was canceled. Because that one sucked. It was, it ha- that was the one with uh, Bow Wow. Yeah, fucking yeah. Shad. Shad Moss. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm going to look into this because that show was whack. They, I guess they seldom cancel these shows. God, yeah, no, the, the cast was so stupid. So it was Patricia Arquette as the lead. and had Shad Moss, James Vanderbeek, Ted Danson, Haley Kiyoko. Like, yeah, no, that... that I feel like that was a recipe for disaster. I feel right like that should have been an automatic hit. Ted Danzig? Ted Danzig? Danzig? I don't know how to say his name. That's that's Glenn Danzig. That's a different guy. <laughs> Ted, Ted Danson. Ted Danson. He was the guy from Becker, right? Yes. Yeah, that should have been a hit. I'm surprised. I don't know. But, I mean, the concept of a show focused on cybersecurity and, like, trying to make that interesting already off to a bad start dog there's so many worse shows that exist there's well, a yeah. show called the blind side about a woman who like had cryptographic tattoos all over her body each one associated with a crime that was going to be committed in the future that show is still running oh that it, sounds stupid it's dumb as fuck oh that sounds sick. why do people watch this stuff i don't know i have no fucking idea i thought the blacklist was cool i don't blacklist know if, cool. i don't know if that's coming back but a lot of these shows are fucking stupid. But with Blacklist, like, there, it didn't feel quite so uh, episodic. 
It was a little more serialized and like they had their their thing from the start was like, oh, this guy, you know, he's playing 40 chess this whole time and he's figuring out as he goes. And like at least that was established. It wasn't just like something they threw in and like Deus Ex mocked it the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. There are a few there are a few times I was watching some of these shows and I was just like, why does this exist? Well, because I have a habit of just checking out shows. I don't know what I'll like. I, I, I don't watch any of this stuff. I mean, I don't have cable. I don't. I there's. I have Hulu. Uh, I don't have Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> my, I mean, my yeah. parents watch a lot of this stuff. So when I was living there, they would just throw it on during dinner and stuff. So I'd catch episodes here and there. And like, so, you know, I've seen probably about a season's worth of Hawaii Five O. I saw the first episode or two of CSI Cyber. I thought that shit sucked right off the bat. That was just garbage. I also have probably a baseless disdain for Patricia Arquette. Simming about her is just off-putting to me. Is it her face? It's mostly her face. <laughs> <laughs> there are shows that exist that I didn't, that I'm surprised got a second season, such as the show Shooter, based on uh, the movie Shooter, based on the book uh, Maker's Mark or some shit. About a sniper. Yeah. His name is Bob Lee Swagger. Is it really? Yep. Oh, I watched a lot of that fuck. fucking movie. A lot of that movie. I've seen it like 30, 40 times. It was one of the ones that I would just put on in the background when I was bored. Goddamn. I even own it on Blu-ray now. Goddamn. Pay homage to my early 20s. I would just put on a movie. I A lot of shows exist. You, If you name a show, there's a good chance I watched at least one episode of it. I don't feel like doing that, but we're going to anyway. Medium. Uh, that was the one with the weird blonde woman, wasn't it? That was Patricia Arquette. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did watch a couple episodes of that. Uh, that one used to come on when I worked a graveyard at Kinko's. Oh, okay. And so the morning lineup was a lot of times Angel, SVU. Oh, man. I about that show. Yeah, Angel with some other shit. Angel SVU and then Medium would come on. All right. Uh, I would try to be asleep by the time <laughs> SVU ended, but sometimes I couldn't make it. Uh, and I would either wake up on the sofa while Medium was playing or I would just be awake until it started. Life is rough sometimes. All right. What about, yeah. I forgot the name of it, but it had this, it was the show where this dude uh, had amnesia, but rem- like had an encyclopedic knowledge of basically whatever. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I think it was Numbers. Was it Numbers? I feel like Numbers was something else. Um, It may have been Numbers. There was some other shit. I even watched that one one show that had uh, Samuel L. Jackson in the pilot that was based on that movie where... Oh, God. What what was the premise of that shit? It was like a... A TV show. It was like a black market TV show where you gambled your life basically and you had to complete certain tasks. Huh. Do you remember that? No, it sounds like Kaiji though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of Kaiji, actually, did you know that there's a live action version of it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called Animals. I didn't. I didn't know there was one by a different title. There's been a spate of live action anime adaptations that have come out of like Korea and China, and they did Jinro, 
which was one of them. Uh, that one was called Ill Gang. Oh, yeah. I heard about that one. And did that. the other one was Animal. Uh, apparently, Ill Gang takes place in Korea, and it's like about trying to unite Korea. Huh. They change the story elements in it a lot, which is actually it's kind of dope from what was described. But, I mean, I don't know that I'm going to watch that or Animal. <laughs> Okay, well, you know. Yeah. If you guys know of any other live-action anime adaptations out there, let us know, and we'll look into them. We can't guarantee that we're going to watch them, but we'll look into them. Now, there's a lot of those... There's a lot more adaptations than are kind of led on to. Like, um, Edge of Tomorrow... That was a manga adaptation, but then you made like no reference to that when. Uh, huh. I thought it was just a novel. No, no, that was um, it was a manga, and apparently it was pretty different. Um, but yeah, that that was like why the um, the tagline for it was "Live Die Repeat." That was the name of the manga. Oh, and then they but they build it as Edge of Tomorrow. Went and brought it to uh, the U.S. with Tom Cruise and all that. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think this is the only one of the only live-action adaptations that America would do, and it would work really well. I think Gantz would work for an American audience. I, I think America could do Gantz pretty well. Yeah, that shit would be sick. I actually just heard that um, the guy who did the recent It, the director of that, wants to do... An Attack on Titan movie. Doug, so I saw a clip. It had to be like a 40-second clip from the third season of Attack on Titan. Uh And I was just like, this shit looks fucking tight. It's like people fighting each other using their, like, grappling kits or whatever. Yeah. And I was the dude's flying through the streets. And I'm like, this shit looks tight. (laughs) This shit looks so sick. Is it worth checking out? Do I have to watch season one and two? I, I haven't watched any of it. Oh, <laughs> damn. Somebody somebody, let me know. Somebody I write in. I heard that the manga gets super whack like right after where season three would end, though. Oh. So I, I could actually be mistaken. It could be we might be already past that. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah I, I know, like, some of the scenes in Attack on Titan are really cool, but I heard that overall it's not really worth watching. <laughs> I think that a live action attack on Titan would be stupid as fuck. Yeah, I'm not sure what they could do with that. I mean, it would be basically like Godzilla meets Spider-Man. And that sounds cool. I mean, but like shorter Godzillas. Yeah, shorter Godzillas meeting and then one Spider-Man with swords. Yeah, and one Spider-Man can turn into a Godzilla. <laughs> okay, now we're getting stupid again. Yeah, that's that's I that if I recall correctly, that's how that that show is a worked. thing. That is a thing. That that's later on. Yeah, no, that's right at the beginning of the first season. Is it? Yeah. Oh, uh, he like bites the webbing in his hand to become a Titan, or like partially form a skeleton of a Titan. Can't remember what it was exactly, huh. okay. but it was fucking dumb, and I hated it. Okay. But (laughs) yeah, what other live action adaptations do you want to see? You want to see some cool shit? 
I I think a My Hero one could be good, but it would I feel like it would have to be like not the uh, not not like the main story. They would have to do like some either side story or find some way to truncate things very well because things things take a little bit in that show and probably wouldn't if you just did the beginning it wouldn't be interesting and if you jump into the middle of it no one would get it so just make some new story for it yeah yeah you just take the property and do whatever you want with it that's what i'm saying i watched something recently called five star stories Mm -hmm. it's a space opera from the 1980s okay it's an anime they it's supposed to cover six arcs but it only does one yeah uh, they only made one anime for it, um, but it was one OVA, and it's about Mecha, but it was actually something that could be turned into like a movie or some shit or a TV show, mainly because it's a very simple story. It's a, like cyberpunk in nature. It's about replicants that are made, and one doctor makes replicants for the government, and the government is like... Oh, God. The way that it's structured is like there's an empress who controls the solar system or some shit. And each planet has a president and each city or city state has a governor. And the governor is just some fucking evil dude who wants to use these replicants. uh, Ironically, only women Mm. and only and only made by like two or three people. He wants them as sex slaves, basically. Um, There's a way to take, like, the essence of one of the replicants. That's not what they're called. I can't remember what they're called. Uh, It's good enough. (laughs) You take the essence of it and you put it in one of the mecha and it helps the person pilot it. Sure. But essentially what they are are living computers that help people pilot these giant fucking robots. Okay. And what the governor wants is he just wants sex slaves. (laughs) And there's supposed to be mind control applied to them, but they basically grow up from kids into adults. Interesting. And the doctor is loves them like they're his daughters, obviously. Sure, yeah. And he's just like, dog, I'm not going to let the governor take you and effectively rape you for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. And so he doesn't apply the mind control to them. And then it turns out that there's a dude who's also one of these fucking replicants. Huh. And what the fuck? Shit goes off the wall. Uh, not really. He's just... It's an interesting kind of weirdly grounded anime story and it's worth checking out. Five okay. star stories, find the manga somewhere. There's it's like 18 to 24 issues or something like that. I I think it would make a really decent live action adaptation. It's uh interesting. I and the anime is pretty all right. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. It's 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 real weird. Okay. I liked okay. it. I liked it. You was was the anime also from the 80s? Yeah. The okay. anime was from the 80s. The manga gotcha. was from the 80s. Chat, the last thing I want to talk to you about before we get into questions is I started cooking a lot more at home. And I think I've come around on cookbooks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Not necessarily as things of great utility because I still think they're relatively useless. Uh-huh. Like when you can hop on the internet and like just look at the recipe or watch a YouTube video to learn how to make something. Yep. I think they're good for like coffee table books. Yeah. 
for people to just thumb through. Not something like Julia Child's dumb big book of cooking oh, or whatever yeah, the no. fuck, but something like uh, stylish. You just buy a cookbook that looks cool and you fucking just put it on your coffee table. Yeah. I mean, that's what I did with, uh, I've got Action Bronson's uh, Fuck, fuck That's, that's delicious. delicious. And yeah. then also uh, the Binging with Babish uh, Eat What You Watch book. Which is like fuck that's delicious has more like stories and like travel tips and shit with it. It's like not just a cookbook, which also makes a, a better coffee table book. And then the binging in with Babish one is more like a true cookbook. But yeah, no, it like I like cookbooks just because there's stuff that you wouldn't think to look for. And like you might just catch some inspiration just by thumbing through it but that's about it yeah i mean if you're lucky you can hop on amazon and thumb through the first few pages <laughs> yeah. and if the index is there you might find some recipes that really catch your eye otherwise they're i still hold it down for them being like actually really poor investments if you're trying to learn how to cook yeah yeah i mean those um tasty style gif recipe kind of stuff that's actually pretty useful like just to get a grasp of like what goes together and like some interesting new recipes because a lot of that stuff is like things i would never think of yeah and even if i wouldn't do it the same way as those gif recipes necessarily but like you know oh why not a chicken and bacon ranch slider Oh, that's okay. That could be kind of cool. Well, what if instead of ranch, I used something better than ranch? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to get the scent out, but I made curry a little bit ago and it must've been like two weeks ago at this point. And my apartment still smells like curry. I mean, it smells good at least. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than it smelling like fucking horse dicks or something, (laughs) but still not it's not like a great smell to be reminded of several weeks after you're done doing yeah. the thing that you yeah. were doing yeah that was like when i worked at subway i Come had like smelling like, like pepperoni and olives it was fucking horrible and like when you're in there you become nose blind to it you know you don't you stop smelling it but like i would i would leave my bag in my car and if i didn't like make sure that shit was completely closed like with my clothes in it then my whole car just smells like fucking vinegar and all of that. And like, I have to sit with that now. <laughs> yeah. I had that problem when I worked at subway as well. Yeah. Same with when I worked at Papa John's. Yeah. Same Papa shit. John's that was next level stink though. Really? Yeah. The, the smell of the olives and the pineapples, <laughs> dude, holy shit. It's hard to explain because once you leave the clothes somewhere, like you leave them at home or you leave them in a spot and you come back and, or you go out and you experience the world and you come back and you're like, what the fuck is that smell? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm walking around smelling like this. What the fuck? Yeah. You can't, you can't smell it on yourself when it's on you, but everyone else does. Yep. It's the fucking worst. Yeah. Ugh. Hate it. You know, one benefit of cookbooks though, is that doesn't matter how long the fucking like intro is it it's still not like these mile long blogs that people write with recipes you're fucking so right i hate that shit so much 
Dude, so what ends up happening, like what I understand of it is it's for SEO yeah, and it's sure. also to sell products in the, sure. in the page. But at the same time, I came across one blog and only one blog that had a jump to recipe button. Holy shit. And I was so thankful. I was like, yo. Shout out to them. You're God. You're a fucking God. I fucking hate. Like, I don't need to hear about your autistic son and why he likes, you know, his, his sausages wrapped in, in puff pastry. That's cool. That's not really a new thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm man. learning personal details about your life that I couldn't care less. Yeah. 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 I, I might actually have to fuck around with that puff pastry and sausage shit. Yeah, it's pretty good. That <laughs> sounds dope. Is it like with the pre-made sausage? You can do it with whatever. Okay. Like it, it makes little difference, so you might as well do pre-made puff pastry, pre-made sausage. Dude, that's what the... See, when I watch these recipes of people making full pieces of bread from oh, yeah. scratch, it's like, man, there's got to be a bakery in your town. Oh, yeah. Just go buy it. Why would I want to buy all this equipment to knead dough and have it sit around for an extra 40 fucking minutes? I have things to do. Yeah, Not like, many things, but still things. <laughs> things that don't take six hours to, like, let ferment and, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah, bread making, pasta making. Yeah, it's cool that you can do it on your own and like, oh, it's so fresh. And like, yeah, but there's a dude that did that down the street that you can pay $5 just to have it done. Yeah. And personally, I value my time. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that I haven't been able to find IRL fresh, and it's because I haven't looked, to be honest <laughs> yeah. with you, but um, like fresh udon or fresh ramen. Mm. Yeah, I mean... I don't think there's, like there's only a few people that make. I mean, there, you could probably get fresh. Um, well, no, not if you want to take it home and cook it. Yeah, I gotta yeah. gotta be able to take it home and cook it. But but I'm, I don't think anybody makes it around here. No, and like I know even Japanese households, like when they go to like make their own udon and stuff, they usually just buy packages of pre-made noodles. Because it's such a hard process that it's like, that's a seriously learned skill. So, yeah, you make your own broth and stuff. That's easy. But your own noodles? Nah. You fucking sit not worth it. Fold it over six <laughs> yep. million times. And you have to have a special <laughs> knife for it. You got to make sure your surface is all proper. And no, nah, fuck that. It just takes too much work. Anything, anything where you have to make your own bread, pasta, any pastry. Uh, not any pastry. Most pastries. Most pastries. Uh, not worth the process dog no not worth the calories or the process yeah no. you're fucking taking in 800 grams of sugar for this fucking cream puff you made just <laughs> just so one day you could have diabetes and have your doctor tell you not to make that shit anymore <laughs> it's not worth it nah nah but yeah i would say invest in cookbooks if you want something pretty to look at yeah I mean, there are other books out there, like other coffee table books. I almost bought a book of photos of waves. Yeah. And I was like, nah, this is too far. This is like, <laughs> this is bridging into old people territory. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh... Like, it's a, it's, I mean, like, the photos are fucking unreal. I'm sure they're gorgeous. But it's still waves. 
I mean, we are pretty close to the beach. Yeah, but it's still waves, dog. It's it was weird. It was I felt a way about it. <laughs> I I could have just bought a photo book of like really sick motorcycles or pinup girls or a full book of sexy women, uh photos of sexy women. Um <laughs> No, no, a book of sexy women. Yeah, yeah. They had some pop-up book yeah. for children. It's perfect. <laughs> Try, how to keep your son from going to the gays right here. <laughs> oh, Don't leave it around your daughter, though. <laughs> That's how sexuality works, kids. Exactly how it works. Um, yeah, I, there were so many different photo books I was looking at for for coffee table shit, but I ultimately decided just to stick with like a few cookbooks and a handful of like other photo books. I could see like travel book kind of thing where it's like different destinations or something but yeah but destination photography and travel books are so dated sometimes yeah they are because i ended up actually buying a travel book from a specific company i'm not going to give them free airtime because i don't like that they're <laughs> weirdly capitalist it's they make me feel real weird about uh taking in their content when i do but they put out a book they they've had this book series a series of travel books for that have gone on for the last like eight to ten years or something mm-hmm. and if you crack one of those books open there are going to be places that don't exist any longer within oh. them so you buy their travel guide to los angeles which was published in 2015 i can guarantee you like half of those spots are closed yeah that's that is definitely a thing i mean i was thinking more along the lines of like you know, national parks and, uh, Oh, photos from the national parks and shit. Yeah. And stuff that's probably not going anywhere barring like a large disaster. Yeah. Fair enough. There's a, there's a series of photos. There's a photo book, uh, that this dude did. And this is like the most scammy shit ever, but like, I get, I get it. And he's actually really smart for doing it, but he took a bunch of the, uh, royalty-free photos from nasa of the earth (laughs) and just found cool locations and he published a book of them that's super scummy but also completely legal yeah well i mean like he found some really great pictures and i'm sure i said it's several terabytes of photos so i'm sure if anybody had enough time they could go through and find photos yeah that look really good yeah that's that's something uh, worth noting if you're an aspiring uh graphic designer or you know if you fuck around with photoshop and whatever and need source photos any government website those are all public domain like nasa all their shit's free and like because it's government it's public so yeah yeah you, you're good to go you can take them repackage them and do whatever you want with them yeah it's really interesting yeah this dude, he's done it. He's done a lot of that shit, too. Um, he so took public domain World War II propaganda posters and just reprinted them, put them all in a book. Why not? That's capitalism. Yeah. He made his money. It's. I wanted to actually rip off his idea and put it on Indiegogo. There's no reason why not to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Instead of Kickstarter, uh, hopefully nobody would catch on. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, let's get into questions from the subreddit. Reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. 
Got a few questions this week. First one comes from Putty One. He asks, you guys watch Young Justice? Shit is fire. With a fire emoji. Haven't gotten around to watching Titans yet, but Young Justice exists, so I can't be that disappointed when it sucks. So, Young Justice is actually a lot better than Titans. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Titans is not animated. It's live action. Right. And it's got its own problems. Uh, episode three of the season came out, and I'm cooling down on it. That episode seemed like a filler episode. They did a lot of things in there that I was just like, I don't care about any of this, really. Should have just kept it moving with the story. But... Or, I mean, they did, but uh, it was boring. (laughs) (laughs) Young Justice got canceled before its prime, and they're bringing it back for the DC Universe um, thing. Okay. Or maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's another season of the show. I don't recall, but yeah. Yeah, no, Young Justice... I, I haven't watched any of the uh, animated superhero shows in quite some time. I did hear that Young Justice was good, but I haven't watched like any of it. But I yeah. haven't seen like any of the animated shows in a very long time. They're all, I mean, they're not all of them, but a lot of them are pretty good. Even that Titans kids show, the uh, Teen Titans, Titans Go. Go. Yeah. yeah. I've seen clips of that. I've, or I've actually seen a couple episodes of that now. Just like at hotel rooms and throw on Cartoon Network and that would come on. Yeah, that's how I was exposed to uh, Bubblegum. The the amazing world of Bubblegum? Uh, Is that uh, what it's called? No. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) The amazing world of uh, something, something. That show was actually fucking hilarious. Yeah, I know. I know know the show you're talking about. The amazing. Gumball. Gumball, the amazing world of Gumball. You were very close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that show's fucking sick. Yeah, no, that show is actually really good, and I should get around to watching more, but probably won't. Yeah. Not not going out of my way for it. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, recommend Young Justice one hundred percent. Even Teen Titans, the original one's really good. This new Titans show is not uh, touching either of those, but I enjoy it. Yeah. Next one comes from Trevor Slattery. He asks, what's the difference between a dweeb and a dork? And then Zalora adds, what's the difference between a nerd and a geek? I can't answer any of these questions. Yeah, they're all pretty much completely undefined ways of saying the same shit. I would dare say, however... Dweeb, dork, geek, and nerd. I would say nerd doesn't necessarily have to be uh, someone who's antisocial about anything. Like, you can be a popular nerd. Like, it's just a matter of uh, having thick framed glasses. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that's more, that's more dweeby, if you ask me. But uh, nerd is just like being really into something. And just like, you know, but not sports and stuff. Being really into something counterculture. Geek is the same thing, but I dare say to a more of an extent and bit more antisocial about it. Like, you can't be a cool geek. Mm-hmm. Uh, dork. Don't necessarily have to be into nerdy shit. You're just awkward. 
and bad with social situations. That's more dorky. Don't know how to dress yourself. And dweeb is like all of the above. Like, got pencil thin arms, dressed like a fucking loser, (laughs) really into Dungeons and Dragons, and have no one to play it with. I dare say dweeb is the worst of them all. Damn. Who knows? I have that, no that's idea. where I'm at with it. <laughs> I, I didn't even think about it, honestly. Um, I have no response. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, I, I, I most of this is completely arbitrary. <laughs> I think, in all honesty, uh, they're all synonyms for each other, with the exception of like dweeb, maybe. Yeah, that, especially when you go like when these terms were all used as insults kind of inter- interchangeably like there wasn't any level of degree used to that dweeb just didn't catch on to the same extent as saying nerd yeah therefore when you say dweeb you really got to mean it now yeah i think it's still a pejorative yeah but that and dork are still pejoratives I would say um, so. unless if you're uh oh god this is a very specific type of person who describes yourself as dorky but like in the same way that you mean like you're quirky and awkward. I hate it. I hate like the Zoe Deschanel type shit. <sighs> yeah, the uh, I'm adorkable. <sighs> that that yeah, that thing. I hate that. I hate it. Yep. It's the worst. Samurai Jack the Fact <coughs> Samurai Jack the Face Ripper asks. What's the one thing you would stockpile if you found out it wouldn't be made anymore? Dog, if I could go back in time, it would be that fucking classic Four Loco. <laughs> I yeah. would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I guess I would say the same except Quaaludes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not to use them, just to, just to you know, get them out on the streets again after they got Schedule 1. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't know, man. I there's if it was beer, like basically if all beer was going off the market, um, if if like prohibition came back for some reason, which doesn't seem entirely unlikely to be honest with you. The way shit's going, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's jeez, but yeah, (laughs) nothing's out of the question. Yeah, that's real shit though. Um, If it would have to be like basketballs like if i had known uh the nike elite basketball that i had when i was like a teenager was going to be discontinued i would have copped like four of them it was one of the best balls i had ever used it was a mm. uh, synthetic material i don't like using leather balls but uh yeah it's um it's really good it was a really fucking good ball okay um yeah i'm i'm actually not sure because like Something that wouldn't be perishable, definitely. You know, like, oh, they, they're, you know, there was a, a type of banana that used to exist that no longer does, you know, but there's nothing you can do about that except for like try to grow more. But it was like a blight that took it out. So, yeah, you know, who knows if you, that even could have been saved. But something like, say, vodka, you know, that does, that's not going to go bad. If anything, it's just going to age and, you know, it might taste different, but it'll still be around. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, magic cards, but I think people would have the foresight to also stockpile that as well. 
With that said, I do have some cards that weren't valuable at a point and now are because due to increased demand alongside of increased uh, scarcity. Like, I stockpiled some Ley Lines of the Void because I thought it was a cool card and it was super cheap at the time because I guess no one was playing it. Now it's a staple in modern, so they're like 50 bucks a pop. And uh, yeah, that's that sweet, sweet come up. So I guess, yeah, I, if if I heard that you know Magic was going out of business for whatever reason, I would probably try and stockpile some stuff. But if Wizards is going out of business, then there wouldn't be official tournaments. So there wouldn't be as much money in it. So there wouldn't be as much demand for it. So that might be a bad idea. But who knows? Maybe everything turns into a Black Lotus after a point. We'll see. So yeah, that and booze. Huzzah. <laughs> Juice Campbell asks, Do either of you have a favorite stand-up comedian? My personal favorite is Eddie Murphy when he was still edgy. Uh, I was a huge fan of Hannibal Burst for a long time. I really like Hannibal stand-up, yeah. I like Sarah Milliken. I don't know. Uh, she's British lady. Oh, you know what? No, I, I've heard bits of hers. And uh, Sean Locke is pretty good. Um, I don't really watch stand-up in the same way that I used to. Yeah, I used to watch a lot more. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Um I hate laughing and I hate joy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I just I fell off of it and I couldn't tell you why. There are a few people who do some really good shit, but I think like maybe podcasts have supplanted my need for watching stand-up specials. Yeah, that's probably true cuz I get yeah, I've gotten more into talk shows, podcasts, etc. and much less into stand-up comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if I would have a favorite stand up comedian. I really like specific stand up sets, and like I like show, certain shows. But there's no like real stand out comedian to me. And there's some that just haven't aged well. Like I used to really like George Carlin, but he's kind of been co opted by people who think they're smarter than everyone else. And now I kind of like feel dirty just saying that I like Carlin, even though his stand-up is really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I love Dave Chappelle, um, especially like when he was popping. Um, po- like after he got swole, he hasn't been as funny. Nah. I mean, like his last stuff was still, it was good, but it wasn't, it wasn't as good as his old stuff. Yeah. Um, Eddie Murphy was funny, but I get like half of his shit just isn't funny anymore. Dog, some of it is so. It's some of it is just so mean. Yeah, it's just it's just mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like, oh, there's a punchline here. It's like, no, I just hate gay people. Straight up, <laughs> straight like I'm afraid of gay people was like half of raw. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, the other half, pretty solid, but that half, it's like it was funny at the time and it was edgy and shocking. Like even back then, but now it's not even funny. It's just mean. So I can't really go with that. And like Richard Pryor, I felt was again, like over the line. And I saw him much later 
not like obviously never live or anything, but like some of his famous stand up, I felt didn't even didn't age well even into like the mid two thousands. Maybe I didn't get it. Who knows? But yeah, yeah, I would say I go more for sets rather than comedians. But I would say Hannibal Burris and uh, Dave Chappelle probably top that list. Yeah, some some sets are fucking classics. Some jokes are just so fucking funny. Oh yeah, there's there's some bits that I can listen to, like anytime. Yeah. I also like really, I like specific parts of John Mulaney stand up, but <laughs> some of his stuff is just like so corny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude's corny as fuck. Super corny, and that show that he wanted looked so bad got canceled after like three episodes. I don't remember. Oh, his sitcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had a uh, Ice T narrate the like as the narrator, which was pretty funny because like it played into his uh, Ice T joke from his stand up. But oh, that show that that looked terrible. Was it just called Mulaney? I. Do not remember. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> and it, it doesn't matter because no one watched it. Yeah. Spit Fury Fire asks, so uh, when will you be revealing that it is, in fact, Denzel, who has been Satan the entire time? Damn, dog. Way to release the spoilers for know, fucking season three, man. Oh, that geez. sucks. Yeah, we, that, that changes up. Like We have to rewrite all of like the next years worth of episodes yeah it was gonna be this long murder mystery thing but whatever dude fuck thanks a lot well well, you ruined it and if the next season sucks you know why yep masters of scientology asks do you have a traditional halloween movie you revisit every year nah (laughs) there's i have no movie based traditions i i don't i don't really do traditions of any sort like there's stuff that i'll do one year and not the next come back to it three years later and i was like oh i really like that and then never do it again after that i my one tradition is drinking and sounds about american yep that's about it <laughs> okay it, i mean there's some movies where i would i would rewatch them if there was interest but uh, doesn't seem like people like rewatching movies all that much. Yeah, and I'm not gonna twist anyone's arm on it. Yeah, I would be down to watch Blade every year. Mm. I'd yeah, be down. I'd be down with that. I did just w- watch uh, Blade Two again. There were some people that were trying to assert that Blade Two was better than the first, and I yeah, fuck just don't. No way. They were trying to say like because of the creature design and like because of uh, Guillermo del Toro's touches on it. Like, Guillermo del Toro's fucking overrated first uh, and foremost. I will agree. Spe- like I like his designs. I like a lot of the stuff he adds to work, but I think overall he is overrated. Not to say that I dislike him. Yeah. But yeah. it's not like it's Blade 2 was not better than Blade 1 because of Guillermo del Toro. It wasn't better than Blade 1. Like just right out the gate. I don't like I'm struggling to think of like any standout creatures from fucking Blade 2. There like it was cool with when they did like the the dissection of the Reaper. Oh yeah, because those were it was the one where the guy's mouths opened in yeah, four directions. Yeah. Okay. Which okay. It was cool, but it wasn't like 
That's not a groundbreaking. Game yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't really. Yeah. I don't really get what the appeal was, but yeah. No, I mean it was still a cool movie. It was a lot better than the third one. Third one sucked, but yeah. I would say the first one was still by quite a margin the best of the three. Yeah, but it was. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was fine. I'm still holding out for that Blade and Punisher crossover. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I wish it, you know, what would be really sick is if Netflix would do like Marvel one shots, just like one full episodes featuring like one of the characters from the main lineup Mm. uh, that they had. And then just some random character from DC comics. And if there was like enough interest, they could just spin out a show of that person. Yeah. Because doing one, doing like one episode with Blade and Punisher be fucking sick. That'd be so good. You don't have to worry about introducing any elements or anything. You don't have to introduce like the character or whatever. Yeah. You just drop them in and then you just go from there. That that would be dope. Netflix yeah. got or well, Disney, your future streaming service, get on that. Marvel vignettes. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That'd be cool. And that does it for questions this week. Thanks for writing in reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours join the discussion uh you can follow the show on twitter at x real nerd hours you can follow me on twitter at that denzel you can follow chet on twitter at bushido brown sd excellent you can join us on the subreddit reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours and you can like the show on facebook at facebook.com slash real nerd hours podcast and slash groups real nerd hours podcast and lastly you can support the show on patreon at patreon.com slash real nerd hours uh thanks everybody for listening and we will see you next thursday y'all have a good night